Good morning, it's Grace Hart here and we are going to chat a little bit today about opening doors and what they feel like what they when they show up, when the universe opens up, a miraculous moment. And I call them MMs but um, you know, w- one of the things that is interesting about these miraculous moments is that it truly is an energetic doorway and it opens and today we're going to be talking about how to recognize them or what they can feel like or what the sense of them is like and also the courageousness of being willing to see them you know actually perceive them and then get out of your own way and your own stupidities to walk through those doors now um, it's going to be a quickie because <laughs> literally this energetic door opened this morning and um, I've got a Zoom class really soon. <laughs> so I'd like to get this all done and uploaded for you guys um, as soon as possible before my class starts. Okay, so what do they feel like? Now this is just my point of view and you may have a different experience to what they are for you. So please don't conclude what I'm sharing is true and real for everyone. Um, but for me, what I notice is a whoosh. Just like when you open a door, there's that air whoosh. <laughs> and sometimes it's surprising, like, you know, when someone opens the door really quickly. Or, for example, if you're walking into a room and and you go to the door and there's someone on the other side that's opening it and it's like, oh, you know, it's that it can be a surprising whoosh. <laughs> And it can also be this beautiful, ease-filled opening. And yes, you'll still notice the molecules moving like a door's opening. However, it may not be fast travel molecules. You might just sense it as a space, an opening. Sometimes I perceive it as more oxygen in the room. And also the opposite is true for me. When a door closes, um, I notice that there's a stillness, that there's... um, Not a lot of free flow there. So it takes courage. Well, it takes presence for you to be present and aware to even notice them. And, you know, this is something that, you know, I've still got memories of walking across the road with my um, firstborn son and, you know, him just slipping his hand into my hand as we crossed the road And not every moment was miraculous, but there was this one in particular and it just was beautiful as he slipped his hand into mine. And I'll never forget that. It's a beautiful thing when you're present with what's possible in that moment. And you just, for me, magical moments that you want to drink them in. Now, depending on your points and views and your own stupidity... You could freak out when a door opens, (laughs) right? And that's something you need to look at for yourself. Um, I'll go into that a little bit later. So, yes, so you notice that kind of whoosh. Um, You could also start to move your body differently. When a door opens and it's related to another person or connecting with another person, whether it's romantically or even from a business sense, you'll notice a magnetism. You'll, and when I say magnetism, I'm not talking about the, you know, seeing someone from across a crowded room and you just, you know, have to um, run up to them. I'm not talking about that kind of magnetism. I'm talking about where the swirling of the universe swells your body toward them. And if you're aware enough, you'll notice that. And you'll also notice if someone's aware of that before you. 
And sometimes your body will just naturally just start doing that and then you'll pay attention to it. However, you know, the more you get aware of the subtleties of energy, you can pick it up not just moments in advance but days, weeks, you know, in advance. Now, let's just quickly talk about the stupidity. So <laughs> stupidity is, is, can be where we follow our insanities, where we let our conclusions um, dictate. Now, one of the killers of, you know, opening doors or, or walking through an open door is conclusion. And what we tend to do when we perceive an open door, and it might not be that we're perceiving it as an energy, we might just recognise it, you know, and um, like, oh, that's an um, interesting course or that's a, oh, that person's, you know, got an energy there I'm interested in or, you know, that career choice or that whatever it is, study. And you'll notice maybe cognitively. However, one of the things that I'd love you to do is not do what we tend to do, which is then go into, oh, that's what this is. So straight away, instead of just being with the energy of the open door and being with the possibilities of what that could be from a curiousness, what we tend to do is, um, in Access, we talk about Archimedean spirals, where we get, you know, we have the awareness, but then because we're so connected to this insane reality, we spiral down and we have to have a finite point of view on, oh, this is what the energy is, or this is what it means, or this is the good part, or this is the bad part. Or, you know, um, I talk about in trauma that, you know, you can have parts that just um, hijack you, like, oh, no, don't do that, you're silly, you're stupid, that'll never work. And it takes courage. And what I've noticed is the more change that's possible for you, the universe, the more a new reality can be invited in, the more we tend to resist or make wrong that open door. And that's when all our parts come up going, don't do that, you're crazy, you're stupid, it's never going to work, you're, you know, you're making it all up, uh, etc. So the best way to deal with that is actually just space. Ask for space. There it is. And in that space... Ask, what do I know? What can I perceive? What space of being am I? And, you know, with this. And so that can help, you know, when I say separate, I mean separate you from the insanities. And, you know, one example I've got um, of a more extreme, and when I say extreme is in, there was just such confusion and wanting to conclude and resistance reaction. Because normally I'm pretty good with open doors. It's something that I've been talking about and aware of for decades and decades and decades. <laughs> However, um, there was one in particular that just really hit the insanity button. <laughs> and the example of it um, was it was a gentleman, a really beautiful, a beautiful being. And there was a whoosh open door. And it took me by surprise and because of the surprise, I just got hijacked in that moment and just went straight into, you're in La La Land, you know, just next. And I totally dismissed the magic and the open door that was there. Now, this is not about to have regrets or anything. I don't do that. I'm just sharing it with you because it's super important if you can catch it 
to catch it whilst the door's still open, right? And also trust, trust in yourself that if the door did close on whatever it was or whoever it was, that there is a kindness in that and a, um, a spaciousness in that if you weren't able to step into it. And it's not making anyone right or wrong because um, generally speaking, if you're not willing to step into that, then that wouldn't have been a kindness for you to step into it anyway. Now, that could also also be a point of view. <laughs> so you really need to check in. So the example that I'm going to give you is, um, so this gentleman, um, the Archimedean spiral that I went down to was, oh, isn't he lovely? You know, he's like a brother. <laughs> that, you know, and of course, as soon as you put someone in the friend zone, um, what happens? <laughs> Any possibility gets killed, right, apart from being friends. And um, if the universe is opening up the door to something so vast and so kind and so beautiful and you're going, oh, I'll just have, a fr- I'll have it if it looks like this, it's an actual unkindness to everyone, including the universe, right? So one of the shows that I happened to see uh, sometime later was Hancock and there was this, it's basically, I don't think I'm going to be doing too many spoilers, um, but basically it's two superheroes and the closer they get together the weaker they become. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, that matches the energy of what I felt. It's like there was this magical moment, but if I I walk through that door, we're both going to be weaker for it and not going to be able to create the world that we both know is possible, right? And um, so that was one of the insanities. And you don't know what these insanities are until they pop up, right? And, um, and just the other day, a friend said, hey, you know, let's watch um, The Matrix, the latest Matrix movie. And, and I was like, yeah, I love The Matrix. I thought it was awesome. And so I'm sitting down and we're watching it and it's all fine and everything. And then there's this scene at the end and I just went, oh, my goodness, that. That's been the thing that stick, has been sticking me in not only relation to this sweet gentleman, but also just in life. That's what he was showing me, where I, where I am unwilling to step into and have, right? So it was basically a scene where, oh my gosh, I really don't want to do a spoiler if you, okay, if you haven't seen The, the Last Matrix and you want to, please turn this off because I'm about to do a spoiler. <laughs> I think that's the best way to do it because I, I won't do this podcast justice if I don't explain a little bit about the scene that I'm talking about. So... At the end, um, it was very much um, – oh, actually, maybe I should talk about Free Guy. Okay, just pause that. I'm going to talk about Free Guy. Welcome to my brain. So Free Guy um, – I love Ryan Reynolds. He's such an awesome, awesome human being. Um, what a beautiful, beautiful being. Anyway, in this show, The Free Guy, there's this moment where, of course, he's worked out that he's in a computer game. He's got these glasses on. Spoiler alert, Okay. <laughs> I think a lot of people would have seen it by now, but if you haven't seen it, maybe don't listen now too. Um, uh, Yeah, and there's this moment where he's with his best friend and he's telling his best friend, hey, you know, this is a game. Just put on these glasses and you'll see it. And his friend sort of, well, he reached out the glasses to his friend and there was this moment where the friend could have, so that's an open door, right? Here's an open door to show you something that you have been asking for, right? A sense of total choice, freedom, etc., etc., And his friend almost said yes, but then didn't. And 
the free guy character respected that, was an allowance of that. And that's beautiful when you have that, not that push from the person, that where they're totally an allowance of your stupidity or your unwillingness or or your awareness of, no, I, I'd rather just, you know, stay in the game. It's what I know. It's what's safe. I, I don't want to put those glasses on. Now, um, that could be his awareness. That could have been timing. That could have been him just, you know, believing his stupidity. And it's the same with us, right? So now, going back to the Matrix, it was a similar thing that, um, you know, Neo had woken up from the game and um, I was going to call her Tiffany, but, um, oh, God, I've gone, forgotten her name. Trinity. Yeah, so Tiffany was another part of her character. Anyway, um, in the Matrix, that's what she was called. Anyway, um, Trinity was still in the Matrix and so he actually takes a risk and comes back into the Matrix to give her that gift of breaking free. And in doing so, putting his own freedom at risk because, you know, there there was a chance that he would be trapped in the Matrix forever and ever by doing this, right? However, he just saw the open door and his knowingness was like, let's do this. And I've I've got to just trust. And so there is this scene where he, um, you know, to the best of his ability without being too unkind and telling her too much, invites her to a different possibility. And she says, no, it's too late. I've got my kids. I've got my life. And, you know, I've got my conclusions basically on what is important, what's not, and, and too late. And then there's this turning point. And, and it's the turning point that I really want to speak to you about. So in that moment, he's already, you know, not in a good space. He's about to be in a lot of trouble. And she turns around and she basically chooses to wake up. And there's this scene where they're both just pulling towards each other. And this is what gave me the aha. Because I started to feel as they were coming together this anxiety in my body. And I was like, what is this? And that's the thing with open doors. When open doors show up, ask some questions. Be ready to perceive, know, be and receive rather than being in thoughts, feelings and emotions. And so I was like, what is this anxiety? And then I remembered the Hancock movie and I was like, oh, if they come together, then everything's going to go wrong and everyone's going to die. And of course, what ends up happening is as they got closer and closer, they got stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And And the world was able to generate and create greater and greater and greater and greater toward a new reality. And of course, when their hands touched, that's when you know, the insanity of the matrix just blew apart. It was killed. It was, it, it ended. And then they were able to together invite a new reality. And when I say together, it's because of them being together, they individually were, were able to contribute so much more and also to collectively, like together, there was like a, a catalyst that happened energetically. And I was like, that... That's the lie that's been stopping me, not only with um, that time, you know, a long time ago with that sweet gentleman, but also just, you know, generally. There's this feeling of, oh, if I do this, people are going to die or, um, you know, civilizations are going to end. And it is, it's an insanity. However, it's also true. 
when you look at the matrix, that had to die. Those people had to blow up and, and just get out of their way, right? And then there was a scene that I actually had a recall on from, from many lifetimes ago where she was basically able to command the molecules and just at a click of a finger create whatever she wanted to create. And in that moment, that was just this opening. And I'm sure it happened for a lot of people uh, watching the film as well. So you need to acknowledge when a door opens, be willing to see your insanity, put that aside and ask, you know, truly what will it generate and create if I choose this, if I walk through this door. And generally speaking, one of the tools of access is everything's the opposite of what it appears to be, nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. And when you find yourself confused or not being able to sleep, that's one of the tools. Just to repeat, everything's the opposite. Everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. Everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. Just notice the energy changes. I'm saying this. Everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. Got more space? Everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. More space, right? It gets space between you and your insanity when you say this. And sometimes it can actually be true in that, you know, for example, there might have been a, a possibility with that sweet gentleman, right? However, what I believed was the opposite, that I was just tuning into some dysfunction around or other people's points of views on how they felt about that person and very you know, neatly packaged it into an insanity package so I, so I wouldn't be able to choose it. So I couldn't choose it because it was the kind right thing to not choose it, <laughs> right? And so you've really got to say to yourself, you know, everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. And you'll start to have more space and more clarity to be able to perceive, know, be and receive what the heck is really happening. And what I've noticed, um, as I've said before, like, um, you know, 99.999% of the time, I recognize open doors, I step into them, there's no issue. But this one was just the most insane, um, insane stupidities that came up. And, um, and I got so confused that I could not, I, I just couldn't um, get, get to the space of what actually, it, you know, what, what, was, what, what the door was. And when I say what the door was, I mean be willing to actually just be, be in the open energy of that door. So one of the things that I also say is when a door opens, um, I spoke briefly about it, we tend to go into conclusion. So if you go into resistance, reaction, conclusion, justifying, you know, fighting for it, fighting against it, these are all things that are not miraculous, right? It's the opposite of miraculous. If you want to kill miraculous, then go conclude. If you want to kill miraculous, then fight for and against. If you want to kill miraculous then, you know, take that gift of awareness and spiral it down to a point of view so you can feel safe, secure and supported. Because ultimately that's what we're doing. It's like when that door opened all those years ago, there was such a beauty and vastness. And now, you know, years later, of course, having a greater awareness around it, there was an out of controlness. And because I was going through healing domestic violence um, experience within me, I did not want to be out of control. I, d I wanted to feel safe, secure and supported. And ultimately, you know, 
choosing safety, security and support is a killer of the miraculousness. I get it. I get, you know, people can be wounded from past experiences. They, you know, might have issues of trust, etc. Okay, acknowledge that. Acknowledge, okay, I've got trust issues. And then be willing to, when something comes up, whether it's an, you know, an, an offer for working or um, a relationship or a contract or whatever it is, friendship, be willing to see it all. See your insanities with trust. And then choose from the space of what's possible. And if that wasn't something that you, you should choose, in other words, when you look at the energy of it, it's like, no, this isn't actually going to generate and create, great. But don't do it from a resistance reaction of, I need to protect my heart or I need to feel safe, secure and support or, you know, all this sort of stuff. Be willing to acknowledge where you are and be willing to be brave and courageous enough, you know, daring greatly. I'm in the process of, um, listen, just to, to the first chapter of Brene Brown's book and love it already. And she talks about it. She talks how, you know, there's a vulnerability there when you step into or actually not even step into when a door opens, you know, every part of you might want to go, ah, you know, and not because you're fearful because you're excited and probably misidentifying it as fear, right? Take that moment, that magical moment. Just be willing to be present in it to receive it rather than just recognize it and shuttle your doors or look to your back door so you can go run, right? So that's probably all I can get to to today uh, just with the time frame. However, what I would love for your home play to be is ask. Ask for doors to open and not ask for doors in a specific sense, you know, the, how the universe delivers is how the universe delivers. It's got, you know, <laughs> take your hands off the wheel on that one, my friend. Um, and yeah, just ask, just say, hey, universe, show me some open doors today. And then when they show up, acknowledge it, maybe sense what it's like so you can start to perceive more. So your radar's sort of tuned to those rather than tuned to you know, the conclusions of this reality or the judgments. And then be willing to step through because it's one thing to ask for these open doors or ask for these miraculous moments. However, when they present themselves, you've got to be brave and vulnerable and courageous enough to go, I'll have it. I'm terrified. I'm out of control. My heart's wide open. Let's go. And yes, you know, you have no idea about the free fall that you're about to, you know, go on. However, what I can say with absolute certainty, when a door opens, new realities are formed and you will always be greater for it. So don't be afraid, my friend. Get excited. Miraculous moments are there. And the more you ask for them, the more they will reveal themselves. So enjoy, put on your brave boots <laughs> and be willing to be courageous and brave enough.
to step into a new reality. It's there for you with every single open door, if you're willing to have it, you know, willing to ask for it and then have it, really choose it. Well, actually, when you choose it, that's when it shows up. (laughs) So, all right, Uh, have a beautiful week and um, enjoy the miraculous energies that you already be. Expand out, keep expanding out. And with absolute joyous, wondrous curiosity, I wonder what grand and glorious adventures await you this week. Take care, guys. Bye.